Uh, now, my brothers, I reach to my last and fifth point, which I want to shed light on it. It's very important. I want you to all of you to pay attention because maybe a lot of you didn't know anything about this uh, uh, story, even though it is mentioned in the Quran. It is the story of the captives of Badr, Asra Badr. Why? Why this is so important? Because the Muslimin take captives. Seventy percent were in captivity of the Muslimin from big personalities in Quraysh. They become captives in the hand of the Muslimin, and they took them to Al Madina. So the the uh, the non Shia claim, pay attention, claim that Omar stand against the Prophet. And you told him, why you are taking captives? We should kill of the, all of them. We shouldn't take captives from Quraysh. They fought us. No, we have to kill them all. Why do you, you, uh, you take captives? And he was so strong in his position against op opposing the Prophet That is what they say. But the Prophet told him, no, that's, that is the account of the non-Shia. But the Prophet told him, no, let's say those at the end, are, those are from our families, from Quraysh, and we can get uh, some ransom for them, and they are rich people. And the Prophet insists that he take those 70 captives. Pay attention. That is the account of the the non-Shia. And they said that later, the Quran descend on the Prophet to support the opinion of Omar and put down the opinion of the Prophet. And they said, look the Quran, what the Quran said in Surah Al-Anfal, uh, uh, verse number 67, 67, 67, The first said what? ما كان لنبي أن يكون له أسرة حتى يذخن في الأرض. We we are not allowing you, ya Muhammad. We didn't give you permission to take captives. ما كان no prophet is allowed to take captives حتى يذخن في الأرض until he achieve a decisive victory on the on the on the enemy. تريدون عرض الدنيا. You seeking the uh, the 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 Uh, uh, gainings of this dunya Wallah yuridul akhirah but Allah is uh, wishing or seeking the, the, the hereafter for you Wallahu azizun hakim they said the non-shia Wallahi my brothers excuse me for my language or my anger they consider this verse come to talk to the prophet directed to the prophet Allah accusing the prophet that he do something not allowed for him, that he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that he did that because he is looking for the spoil of the dunya. That is the prophet in their eyes. That is their beliefs regarding the prophet, and then they come later and say, oh, yeah, Muhammad, we love Muhammad. Which Muhammad you are talking about? Which Muhammad you are talking about? The Muhammad of this ayah or the Muhammad of in Surah Abasa wa Tawalla or the Muhammad uh, in Surah Walaw Taqawwal Alayna Ba'da Al-Aqawil La'akhazna minhu bil-yameen wa qata'na anhu al-wateen 
which Muhammad you are talking about if you attribute all these bad things to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad make mistakes. Muhammad intentionally look at females. Uh, Muhammad has ambition to marry the wife of his uh, 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 adoptive son, uh, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, looking for the dunya. That is Muhammad in their books, my brothers. That is Muhammad in their books. And then they come and claim, we love Muhammad. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Total hypocrisy. They claim that this verse, go to this verse and read it. Surah Al-Anfal, verse number 67. All the, the non-Shia, they claim that this ayah came regarding the Prophet. And Allah supporting the opinion of Omar. That's why they fabricate hadith that the Prophet said, if there was a Prophet after me, he, sh he should be Omar. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. La hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al so what was the story? What was the reality? The reality was something totally different from this account. Actually, before the fight, directly before the fight, the night before the fight, the Prophet asked the Muslimin that I am don't take captives. We are not allowed to take captives. They told him, especially the Ansar, why Ya Rasulullah? We want to take captives so we make money in addition to the spoil of war. We make money of these captive, uh, captives, especially those Quraysh. It's a big honor to have some captive from Quraysh and those people are very rich. We can ask for a lot of ransom for them. The Ansar start to make jidal with the Prophet regarding this issue. They insist to take captives while the Prophet said no. They think that the Prophet said no from his mind. Then the revelation come to tell them that it is not Muhammad, he is not Muhammad who decide. Allah telling them, ما كان للنبي, I didn't allow for any Prophet, Muhammad or any other Prophet to have captives. So it is not the opinion of Muhammad, it is my ruling, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ruling. ما كان للنبي. And Yakuna Lahu Asra. So this talk is not directed to the Prophet. It is directed to whom? To Al Ansar, who insists to take captives, not the Muhajirin. Because the Muhajirin, most of them from Quraysh, they, they are not interested to take captives, their fathers and their families. It was the Ansar who just to want to be bride of that, proud of that, and to request a lot of ransom for these great personalities. By the way, one of them was Al-Abbas, Ibn Abdul Muttalib. One of them was Aqil, Ibn Abi Talib, who had been forced to join the army of the, of the Kuffar. So they want to be ransom. So the Ansar want to captives. The Prophet tell them no, and the Quran come to tell them that that is not the Prophet who make the decision. That is Allah. مَا كَانَ لِنَبِيٍ أَنْ يَكُونَ لَهُ أَسْرًا We didn't allow that for any Prophet. Muhammad or any other Prophet. حَتَّى يُذْخِنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ That is your first battle. When you are achieving final victory, conquer of Mecca, then you, we, uh, you can 
take captives حتى يسخن في الأرض تريدون عرض الدنيا تريدون الله talking to a group of people talking to the Ansar you يا Ansar you wish for the spoil of the war you are looking, not looking for the after or the best interest of Islam or to carry out the orders of Allah سبحانه وتعالى you are looking for something else تريدون عرض الدنيا so Allah talking to them as a group if he, Allah talking to the Prophet he should say to read you to read but he said here he said to read you guys plural because he talking to the Ansar to read dunya Wallah you read al-akhirah while Allah wants the akhirah so the talk was not directed to the Prophet it was directed to the Ansar who their eyes was fixed on the dunya because you know the Ansar you, most of them were very poor so of course it became the opportunity for them to change their lifestyle from poverty to a, a, a more rich life and that's one of the way but at the end they insisted the Ruaya said that in, they insisted to take even with the revelation they insisted to take captives then the prophet told them okay if you insist to take captives make sure Allah revealed to me that as the number you take in captivity and you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the next battle you are going to suffer killed in action 70 percent uh, 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 the same equal number the same equal number will be killed from you in the next battle they told him we agree ya Rasulullah they, they just their eyes were focusing on the spoil of the dunya that's why when they started this saqifa uh, uh, who started the saqifa the Ansar started the saqifa Sa'd ibn Ubad al-Khazraj started the saqifa because that was in their in their hearts and we will find that in many other occasions maybe later we talk uh, about it especially after the Fath of Mecca the conquer of Mecca when they uh, uh, come complaining to the Prophet why he distributes the, the spoil of war and give more to the, the Muhajireen and didn't give as much to the Ansar. They rebel against the Prophet and there was a Quran revealed regarding that. So the, the love of the dunya was in many of them, I can't say all of them, but many of them, the love of the dunya was there in their hearts. Yes, many of them were loyal to Imam Ali and to Ahlul Bayt, but many also, the hub of the dunya, the love of the dunya was in their heart because they are coming from deep poverty. And that's why when they get promised by Abu Bakr and Umar, the new regime, that they will, they will get, give them a lot of things, a lot of rewards, a lot of financial rewards, a lot of spoil, a lot of... They accept, they go with the stream and they accept the Khilafat of uh, 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 Abu Bakr and Umar and the conspirator. In the beginning, they, they wish to, 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 to stay with the Khilafat. First, they want to take their leadership, everything. But then they concede and they okay, you appoint a, a, a leader from you and we appoint a leader from us. When they found that failed, they said, okay, let's stick with Ali. At least Ali will be fair. But when Abu Bakr and Omar and Awad told them, oh, don't worry, we are going to give you a lot more. Ali will not give you as much because Ali will be restricted like the Prophet. But no, for us, we will open that. They, they rush with them and they fail, said Fatima Zahra. 
Now we know why they failed Sayyidah Fatima Zahra. Now we know the deep roots of the conspiracy. Why? Why all that happened to the Ummah? So the, the Prophet told them that uh, 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 the number you will take in, ca in captivity and disobey Allah, the next battle you will suffer killed from you, the Ansar, the same number. They said, we'll agree, we accept that deal. No problem. And they go ahead. And during the fight, the Riwayat said that during the fight, the Ansar was so careful not to kill from Quraysh, but to take captives. While Imam Ali, that's why Imam Ali, most of those who has been killed was the sword of Imam Ali. Because the, the, most of the Ansar in the army, they were not fighting to kill. They were fighting to take people in captivity, to make money. See the difference? It's very important, my brothers, to understand that. To keep those in captivity, to, to, to ransom them later on, to change them to money later on. So that's why at the end, the, the, the Ansar have 70 in captivity. All of them has, taken, has been taken in captivity by whom? By the Ansar. 70. That's why the promise of the Prophet to them, the warning the Prophet gave to them, the next battle, the battle of Uhud, they lost 70 get killed from the Ansar in the battle of Uhud. And when they kept crying, the Prophet told them, I, didn't I tell you? That is because the 70 you, you take in captivity. Allah banish you that 70 has been killed. I told you, I warn you, and you accept the condition. Now suffer the consequences. 70 of them has been killed in the battle of Uhud. So where is the role of Omar here? Nothing. Nothing. The name of Omar has never been mentioned in that. At all. He neither supports uh, uh, taking a cap. Actually, he was, uh, he was, even if he was against taking captives, not because uh, 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 he, uh, sorry, if he, uh, 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 the, the story didn't tell that he has any thing regarding this, but even if he was uh, uh, not supporting taking captives, he just want to oppose the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But oppose what the Prophet, he is the one who telling don't take captives. Don't. So, how the, the historian twist that looks like he was supporting the position of the, of the Prophet uh, in front of the Ansar because Omar was not good relation with the Ansar at all. The, his relationship with the Ansar was always under tension. So he was supporting the, 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 the Prophet not to take captivities. And why? Because he has a strong ties with the the, the people of Quraysh, he pay a lot of respect because they, the, 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 those leaders in Quraysh, they were his, his masters. He feel inferiority toward them. So how he can uh, urge to take captives of them, but he never urge to kill them because where he was in the battle, did you see any mention for Omar in the battle? How many person he killed? How many person he took in captivity? Nothing. It looks like he just sat in his tent. Same thing for Umar, Abu Bakr. Uthman was not there. 
But where those people? No mention for them. Where is Abu Ubaidah? Where is Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas? Where all these great names? No mention for them. Only you, see, you hear the name of Hamza, of Imam Ali alayhi salam, of Ubaidah ibn al-Haris ibn Abdul Muttalib, Ubaidullah ibn al-Haris ibn Abdul Muttalib, and you hear name like Ibn Mas'ud who killed Abu, uh, 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 Abu Jahl. And you hear names like Bilal who uh, killed Umayyah ibn Khalaf. You hear the name like Ammar, those who are the true fighter. But Umar has nothing to do. How they change the fact and make the story which most of the non-Shia adopt, from where they bring that, I don't know. So I present you all the facts. So later on, if you get in argument or discussion or somebody open that to you, now you have the reality in your hand and you are responsible for it and you're responsible for widespread it and to teach it to your uh, children everything I mentioned in this uh, series regarding the battle of Badr. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of you and please don't forget us in your dua this blessed day and always inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.